Hi, I'm Emily Salaby, founder of Juno Jones, the stylish safety boot company, and your host on the Hazard Girls podcast here on Jacket Media. I'm so honored to host this show where I get to chat with Hazard Girls about their careers. Hazard Girls is an online community for women working in traditionally male-dominated fields. On our show, you'll get to hear from these amazing women about the path that led them to their current careers, challenges they've overcome, advice for other women in entering these industries, and more. Melissa Gallioni is the president of Safety For Her, a women's safety and work gear brand aimed at supplying women with personal protective equipment, or PPE, for the job. She also works in the trucking industry, running operations with her fiancé for two family-owned towing companies and two family-owned trucking companies in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Melissa is also a former real estate consultant with Berkshire Hathaway and sits on the board of several real estate organizations. She was recently named the Women in Trucking Member of the Month for the month of November by the Women in Trucking Association. And she is a very busy mom to five kids. Well, Melissa, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. Well, we've known each other for a little while now since our brands are very aligned. My company is, of course, Juno Jones, making safety boots for women in hazardous industries. And your company, Safety for Her, is doing something almost parallel, making apparel for women in the same industries. So we've been able to work together a bunch. And uh, we were guests together on Sirius XM Road Dog Radio, which was a lot of fun, being interviewed by Ellen Voya. And we've had a few other chances to collaborate as well. So I'm glad we're finally able to get you on the show. Yes, I'm excited about it. Well, let's start with your background. Can you tell us a little bit about that? How did you get into the trucking and towing industry? I know it's a family business. How did you get involved with that? When I met my fiance six years ago, that's what brought me into the towing and trucking industry. He's actually owned his companies for over 20 years. So I kind of migrated over from real estate into like a whole new different dynamic of transportation and logistics. And I started off with my sales background there working for his towing companies. Well, is that ever something you thought you would do? You said you were in real estate. So is, was it kind of a strange switch for you or was it did it come naturally? It definitely was strange. I'm not going to lie at first, because obviously anybody who knows that's in the transportation industry knows that it is a whole different type of environment. Yeah. Also a whole different type of day. You know, what I've found is it's definitely at any moment, at any time, anything can happen. Yes. You have to pre-plan to pre-plan on top of planning. (laughs) It's definitely an exciting industry. And I can say that there's never a dull moment. I definitely like it because I've never been a person to, uh, you know, just be able to sit in one spot. I do like to do a bunch of different things. So it's almost like I find found my like home in what I'm doing. Oh, that's great. Well, You know, I have a background in trucking as well, so we do have a lot in common. And I know how hard it can be for women in trucking. We're definitely in the minority, and there are times when I have no problem at all. You know, I've everyone treats me wonderfully, and then you you meet people that aren't so great. So, how has it been for you? What would you say have been your challenges? 
You know, I think especially with safety for her coming out when I launched in 2019 was the first time I sold products at a toe show. I think the response that I got, especially after my first night of the toe show, I can remember looking on Facebook and I'm like, wow, people are like really mean. Ugh. But it was amazing how many women like went to bat and were totally like yelling at these guys for me. I almost think though that now, you know, looking back like a year later now, I mean, some of these men have met me at shows and, you know, have been like, I was really hard on you. I apologize. I totally understand what you're doing. You know, my wife loves you. She loves your product. You know, my daughter does. So I guess I would say that I think sometimes it's almost like the brotherly love where like they pick on you and then they're like trying to just ruffle your feathers to see if you can like initiate yourself in basically almost to take it. Mm -hmm. Not that that's okay in any way. (laughs) Because I mean, some people, you know, kind of cross the line, you know, a lot of men really didn't understand, you know, I mean, Men see yoga pants and they're like, what are you trying to do? Make this a little different, you know? And I I think once they saw them, felt them, their wives bought them, their daughters bought them, they really understood like my goal and what I was trying to, you know, basically make for women for them to feel comfortable. So, you know, being something new, there's always going to be a kickback, but I will say for the most part, I mean, I would say I have more supporters than naysayers. Oh, well, of course you do. Yes, I've seen how popular you are online. So are you saying that when you went to the shows, you actually met in person people that were trolling you online? Yeah, so they would actually come up to me, even some women. I mean, even some women have came by the booth and have yelled different things. And I'm like, wow, like, this is really interesting. But I mean, You'll always have trolls, but to me, I will say that some of my biggest trolls have helped me hit different online peaks and markets. So I bring on the trolls because <laughs> they really help you broadcast a little bit more. Wait, explain that. What do you what do you mean? So on some of because you know how you monitor basically online, you know, I monitor my back end. Like, what did I do this day where my stats are so high? Well, Some of the days that my stats are so high are because of trolls, because of the arguing, because of the mean words, because sometimes people like negativity for some reason, but then it brings out the positivity in it because then other women or other people see it and they're like, what's wrong with you? And it just kind of spirals into this bigger network of the internet. Yeah. So it's surprising, but that's why, you know, you just kind of take the good and the bad and just kind of roll with it. Yeah, I understand that. And so do you usually try to explain your product when that happens and you know, explain that why you're doing what you do and that there is a need for it? Or do you just sort of ignore that and talk to the people that already are being positive about it? Well, I mean, I traveled all over the United States with East Coast Truck and Trailer last year. And they are an amazing company. They totally took me in as a new person in the industry. And they were so supportive of everything that I was doing. And the nice thing is I got to meet other women and I got to talk to people in person. And it was so awesome to like hear the stories or just hear like, I've been looking for this. This is so amazing. I love it. I can relate. And, you know, you do take the bad, you know, things. And what I've learned is, Some people, you just can't change your mind. And some people are just going to be who they are. And it's a waste of time sometimes to, you know, 
directly even respond to certain things. Now, if it's definitely something that I feel is worth it, I do. But also, you know, you can't let that affect you because all it does is just bring you down. Yeah. Well, that reminds me of that Brene Brown quote. I don't have it in front of me, but it's like, if you're not in the arena also getting your ass kicked, then I'm not interested in your feedback. Yeah, exactly. Join the arena and then we'll talk. Exactly. (laughs) Don't just talk to me from the sidelines. And you know, the nice thing about it is because I did get to travel all over and talk. I think a lot of men, when they found that I actually worked in the industry and I actually deal with the same things and they could relate to me, it made it a little bit personal more on their level. I think a lot of people were like, oh, who's this girl that just came out with these yoga pants and thinks that, you know, it should be in this industry? No, I literally deal with the same stuff you guys deal with. And I know how this works. So that was also another thing. A lot of men came up to me and were like, I didn't know you did this. Like, even better. Yeah, meeting people in person is always so much easier. It's really, it's been hard with the pandemic, not being able to see as many people and, and having to do all of these interactions online. I've always known that like in person has always been my favorite thing. Yeah. But now that this has happened and just how much it canceled like travel and different opportunities and how much that in person, especially, you know, just for creating something and nobody has seen it, you know, online will never do what in person will do. Exactly. You know, so I just feel like it's just such a loss, but trying to, you know, maneuver through it and be positive that hopefully this would be over soon and we can be back to normal. The light is at the end of the tunnel. I know it. (laughs) So, all right. Well, Melissa, congratulations. You were recently named the Women in Trucking Member of the Month for November 2020. Tell us how you found out about that and what it means to you. Well, I met actually Ellen in October of last year. Ellen Voya, president of Women in Trucking. Correct. I met her at the Amazon when I was one of 11 companies chosen to be a value-added service provider for Amazon for the contracted trucking companies. And they had introduced me to her. And as you know, she is amazing. She has been a supporter of myself and you since day one. So she always is there to a helping hand to help boost, um, you know, anything to do with women, anything to do with the trucking industry. And just I joined immediately when I found out about it and just the amount of networking support and just different things they have going on. Women in trucking is like one of the first things I'm looking at once this pandemic is over because just the amount of things that they do within the shows. Yes. The Accelerate Conference. Can't wait for that to be in person. I know. That was one. definitely one of the shows where I was very upset that wasn't going to happen. I was so looking forward to that. I had to cancel plane tickets and my hotel room. Oh, I know. But next year is going to be awesome. Yes. I'm definitely in high hopes of next year. Yeah. Well, let's talk about the clothing and the PPE. So this is a problem that, as you know, I also noticed as a woman in the trucking industry. And, you know, this the stuff that has been out there is obviously just too bulky. It's too big. It doesn't fit us. And a lot of times as women, we end up either wearing something that doesn't fit us right or some of the craftier women <laughs> will alter things themselves. You know, it's utterly ridiculous. So you came up with a solution for this. So why don't you tell us more about safety for her and what you've got? So 
safety for her came about obviously with my issue. I couldn't find a medium or a small in anything. Anything that I found was big and bulky. When you did find and scavenge that small medium that you could find, you know, your sleeves were still big. And I just was like, this can't be happening. I have to do something about this. So, I mean, even for the women that worked in our office that, you know, didn't even drive tow trucks or semis, you know, they still had to go in the yard. They still had to do inventory. We do salvage and junk cars. So why not make something that's comfortable? And I think that even researching and taking in my background of insurance and things of that nature, how much companies lose, you know, just from an injury or a slip and fall. And then how many women it affected to not be able to put in certain roles because it was a high risk because their amount of injuries for the slip and falls and getting caught on items was so high. So what I did was obviously my first thing was what do women love is yoga pants. I'm wearing some right now. You know, our girls have to carry notebooks, you know, pens, paper, you know, your cell phone. What was something really easy that, you know, still made you high visible into different areas? And then also you were able to be comfortable. You know, I think people miss the emotional safety factor of it. You know, one of the big things when I launched was like, oh, you're trying to make this into a fashion show. You're trying to, you know, make this about, you know, being tight on the body. No, what I was doing was trying to make something comfortable. And, you know, mentally, when you feel good in what you're wearing, you perform better. So that was the biggest thing for me. And also with any of my designs, the yoga pants are patent pending. The design was something that I did myself as well as the vest and anything else I do. Now I don't sew, but I'm great at like pretend sewing, I call it. My manufacturers love that, but I'm getting better. My biggest thing was just having stuff, you know, fit flexible. You know, no woman is shaped the same way. We all have different curves. We all have different areas. So having something that's adjustable that, you know, even if we threw on a jacket, even if you got a larger chest and, you know, you have bigger hips, you know, it can fit over you. The one thing that I called it was the vest dress. It just hangs there and it's like a dress. It doesn't even fit you, you know. So in, you know, when you buy any type of safety clothing, if I have to go up to medium, it's great. It'll fit at the top, but now it's tight on my hips. So now I'm going to large, but now the thing is swinging around everywhere. So the clothing was made. Everything that I do, I roll in spandex with it. So any of the vest, any of the fabric, any of the high vis, it's all made with the spandex material. The gloves as well. One of the biggest things was women getting their hands caught. There was no extra small to small gloves. The fingers were, are always so long, right? Yes. And when you're hooking things up with chains or strapping things, I mean, you know, if you're strapping something, especially on a semi, even a tow truck, and you get that part of your finger caught in there because your glove is so big, that could be a detrimental thing on the side of the road too. Absolutely. So those were really my big things. And then I just wanted to do something that, you know, was also comfortable. You know, just because you work in an industry where you're not wearing high heels, say, in a dress every day, doesn't mean you can't be fashionable and be comfortable at work. Yeah. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about the products? I have the vest, which I absolutely love. It fits me 
so beautifully. It's so comfortable. So tell us about that and then the other pieces in your collection. Can you describe them? So the vests are class two. They have adjustable straps at the top. And then they also have the mic tabs. And then they have the orange piping on them um, just for extra protection and high visibility. And then they have the spandex on the side. So it can adjust to your hips. And then they also have the spandex in the middle on the waistband so it can adjust to your stomach and be a little bit more cinched in for you. I also have the A2 cut resistance gloves. Those gloves are black and high visibility pink. So they are protected, for example, in warehouses. Mm -hmm. They use a lot of razor blades. So they're good in that area. They're also good in the towing and trucking industry because you get the grips on them. They're washable. And then they're also impact resistant. Mm -hmm. So those actually run in an extra small to an extra large, which is really nice because it covers like so many different facets of women. And then I made sure that the fingers were made a little bit thinner than what normal gloves are. So they kind of have more of that fit. And if they did need a stretch, there's an extra spandex in that material there for that. I think I have to say just thank you on behalf of like every woman in the industry and in, in all of these industries. That's amazing. Thank you. I appreciate that. And then I have five different types of leggings. So the leggings are high-waisted, they're bacterial fighting, they're water resistant, and they're non-see-through. They have two pockets on the side and one pocket in the back. They come in sizes small to double X on them. And they're great, especially for like over the road drivers, even like with blood clotting in the legs and things of that nature. It's nice because they're comfortable. And then if you get out of the truck, you're seen actually at the truck stops and things. You don't have to rechange or anything like that. They're also layerable. So say if you need to throw on some pants over them, they work great um, underneath things as well. Well, you touched on this, but I had Chloe Garios on the show a few months ago. She's an engineer who started the hashtag movement, Stomping Out Stereotypes, and also You Can Be Both. And that hashtag really caught on. Women are still posting photos of themselves, you know, with the high heel on one foot and a boot on the other and showing that you can be stylish or feminine and, you know, just be who you are, but also be working in these male-dominated fields. And I wanted to see, you know, do you agree with that? And, you know, let's talk about that a little bit. I definitely do. You know, I think that being in an industry that's male dominated and, you know, I kind of had this concept going in here too. I think some women think that they have to come in here and you have to be just so hard and you just have to change who you are and, you know, things of that nature. But I totally disagree with that now. I think women bring a different type of facet to the business, a different type of environment You know, I mean, it's no different. If my fiance is talking to somebody, he may talk to them in a different tone and different way as myself as a woman. Now, yes, you know, you have to be a little bit more firm and dominant in some areas. But, you know, sometimes that motherly comes in where it really helps out. So, you know... I do think you can definitely be both. And I mean, as somebody who is, you know, working, running 24 hour businesses and assisting and then also having kids, I mean, it's definitely a juggle, but I mean, it's not impossible. And I see more women doing it more and more every day. Well, I was going to ask you about that. I mean, you just mentioned being motherly and speaking of that, you have five kids. You're a pretty busy person. You have your companies that you're running. You're, you started Safety for Her and running that company as the president. So 
how the hell are you doing all that? And I have to add Hal in there because I get this question all the time, but I only have two kids. So how are you doing all of this? You know, I tell you, Starbucks gets a lot of my money. <laughs> I probably am going to buy one one day, hopefully. But I mean, you know, I can say it's definitely a juggling effect, but I also can say, you know, having a partner that's supportive is such a huge thing. Yes. I know people are like, oh, you're just saying, but I will say that, you know, even with myself and traveling with safety for her and doing all that, you know, I mean, he took the kids, he sat home with them, you know, so I mean, we kind of just know what we have to do. We respect each other's schedules and we just kind of move forward and figure it out. You know, there's, of course, those bad days that come through and you're like, oh, my God, what are we going to do? Like, this is never going to work. And there's days where it may be just a crossing path day. But I think that, you know, you all have a common goal as a family and as a relationship together. And you kind of just work through that. So true. Yeah. Well, Melissa, tell us, where can our listeners get Safety for Her products? Where can they find you? Give us the lowdown. So online, www.safetyforher.com. We are also on Facebook at Safety for Her 2018. And that's safety and then the number four, her. Correct. Thank you for that. On Instagram, we're at safety, the number four, and then her. And Twitter is the same thing, safety, the number four, and her. And on LinkedIn, you can find us on there as well as safety for her. Or you can also search my name myself is Melissa Gallioni. Well, Melissa Gallioni of Safety for Her, that's safety in the number for her. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Hazard Girls podcast. We love having you in the Hazard Girls Facebook group. And I've loved watching your brand grow over the past few years. Those leggings are to die for. I definitely need a few pair of those. I will definitely send you some. <laughs> and- I cannot wait till this is over so we can meet in person finally. So it definitely, we just need to truck on through this. And I know we'll do big things together at the trucking conferences. So I'm very excited about that. Yes, I'm looking forward to that. Well, thanks a lot, Melissa. I appreciate you guys. Thank you. You have been listening to the Hazard Girls podcast on Jacket Media, sponsored by Juno Jones, the stylish safety boot company. That's junojonesshoes.com. And you can go there to learn about our steel toe boots and to join the Hazard Girls community. I'm your host, Emily Salaby. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.